back to another episode of the NQ podcast. I'm so happy to have you back in here with me. Just like always, your presence is blessing to this podcast because you're what makes it special and unique for me and for this podcast. So, let's get started with something that needs to be discussed and something that sits right in line with what we've been talking about so far. Also, just a disclaimer, this is going to be a sensitive one for a lot of you and trust me it's okay if you don't agree with me it's okay if this doesn't sit well with you all i'm asking to do is to reflect upon it to hear out my perspective and to see if it's what goes with you doesn't satisfy you you can dismiss it if you want you can keep it if you want so let's get started um in the last episode we talked about imposter syndrome and imposter syndrome is this feeling we get where we think that we are fraud and we don't fit in among the people that we are around this um nagging feeling that we're going to be caught one day for all the play or the facade that we put on for so long and all our accomplishments are just a fake our accomplishments are not true so this feeling that we get is called the imposter syndrome now i'm going to be talking about something that's related to it and you probably read the title of this episode so you know what i'm talking about it's social media so of course all of us are very active on social media most of us at least and we know what it is so unless you live on the rock you know what social media is it is all those things that keep you connected with people online so to simplify it a bit we see it as something that keeps us connected to other human beings through digital platforms because of course with covid with everything else it's been hard to find that connectivity it's been hard to you know not feel isolated or lonely and to have someone else's viewpoints right on a touch of our hands right on the tip of our fingers right so it's those benefits of social media that we really enjoy because we're able to connect with people we're able to share joy or sadness or share whatever the other person is feeling just through their pictures just through their statuses just through so many other colorful things that social media puts across our screen for us to see and i'm in full agreement of it because it has brought in a lot of good things in our life i mean it would have been impossible for me to talk to my friends <laughs> during covid if it weren't for let's say facebook if it weren't for me to see their instagrams and see the, what they're doing and to be able to see how they're enjoying life or what they're doing with their time at home in quarantine so things like that have been very helpful in terms of staying connected with people we normally would have fallen out of touch with just because if we didn't have that connectivity but where do we stop and where does where do we draw the line where we know that it's starting to impact us in a negative way and first of all what is that negative way and how does it take it to the level where it completely butchers our self esteem our self confidence and in a way it causes an identity crisis so first of all the thing that social media does for us really well like i said before is it presents a part of the picture of other people's lives i mean just being on instagram you're able to see what other people are doing and how they're enjoying life let's say you see you open instagram and you see a story from a friend who 
went out on a Saturday night with their friends and they were partying or anything like that. I mean, with COVID, you could say they were at home having a good time with their family. They posted a Snapchat or like a picture with their mom and they're both smiling and they look happy. Like they had a good time cooking because it's a Saturday bake night at home. So things like that, let's say. Now that picture specifically, think about it. Do you think this is what they were doing the whole day. And I know you're going to say no very promptly. You're going to say that, you know, of course, like I know that social media is just pictures and it's just part of the day, not the whole day. But hear me out. What we see on social media is what people want us to see, right? So what we're seeing is an image of what's being put out for us to see. So like a good metaphor for this could be like a tip of the iceberg. What we're seeing is just what they're doing on the outskirts. I mean, you never know what happened in that kitchen. You never know if that person is not settled with their mom or not. I mean, good for them. They are. I'm happy. And I'm not saying everyone has like dissettled relationships with their mothers. What I'm trying to say is that there's so much that goes on in the background that we don't know about. And just by the outer um, image of things, we tend to judge upon it and we tend to um, become sure of what we're seeing. So we we compare others' outskirts with our internals. So we compare others' externals with our internals. And this fits right into the idea of social media because we're able to see how happy someone looks, how much they're enjoying their time, but we don't know what's going on in the inside. And this has the ability to completely, completely take down our confidence, our self-esteem of what we're doing with our lives. I mean, just being able to see that, oh, this person is enjoying this night with their mom, I might become sad that why do I not have that close relationship with my mom where I'm able to cook with her, where I'm able to bake cookies with her? Well, that's not true. I'm not baking cookies with her. There are other ways to express love and we do a lot of other things. So maybe maybe we need to start drawing lines where we what we see on social media does not become internalized into who we are or it's it's not a race that we're trying to run i know it can be hard because we are it's it's a very easy escape from our reality sometimes we don't feel like doing a task we don't we're at work or we're just simply procrastinating. It's easy to just open up your lock screen, open up your phone and pop up any of the social media apps. And then there you are, you're scrolling and you start seeing videos that make you happy because first of all, that's how the algorithm works. That The algorithm is supposed to, the algorithm and social media is supposed to show you the things that make you happy, let's say, or the things that you're interested in. Let's say like I have curly hair um, and I used to be very into looking at like other girls' curly hair and see how they keep up with their hair or what do they do to manage it. And they they algorithm learned it, of course, right? Like that's what all the people on these social media companies are out there doing. They're building that algorithm very strong so that they're able to keep us engaged. Now I um I'm, I would start scrolling on my feed and I'd start seeing all these girls with perfectly pretty curly hair. And my initial motivation for looking it up was just to learn how the, how do they keep their hair pretty? Is it like some sort of curling cream? Is it some sort of shampoo? What is it, right? But then slowly it turned into me comparing my hair with their hair and that transitioned into me comparing my beauty or how I look or my physical appearance with someone else's physical appearance. Like, why do I not look good as at look as good as they do? And before I knew it, it took down my self-confidence. I didn't feel that pretty anymore and feel like 
doing anything with my hair anymore because it just felt like pathetic like it's never going to be as good as the hair that's person has i was spending like hundreds and hundreds of bucks on products that these women had and i was trying to follow the advice and it made me even more sad knowing that i'm not able to you know not able to get what i'm trying to get even after following the steps that someone else did so this is just a very small example of how social media can slowly creep into our minds and into our personalities and definitely cause a identity crisis if i would say now that's one side of the social media where we're comparing and we're making ourselves sad about it and we don't even realize because it just seems like all fun and games like hey i'm just going to be on instagram for 5 minutes i'm taking a break but if you know about the compounding effect it all starts to add up slowly and slowly it starts to build up i mean seeing one girl one day and then seeing another girl on social media the other day and then starts to build up like hey everyone out there looks so good why am i not able to do that or let's say with food right like i would be on instagram i love food by the way and i would like double tap i like this picture of this chocolate cake this one time and slowly i started noticing more chocolate cakes on my feed and more cakes and more food and more junk food and then of course it's so colorful and pretty you know what i'm talking about it looks so delicious like my feed would be filled with girls because they have pretty hair the curly hair and food so you could really tell what where my priorities lied and i would be scrolling through my feed and i would be liking posts after posts of food and then um i'm also into healthy eating like i'm someone who tries to stay fit so what happened was slowly i started to feel that everyone on instagram or everyone on the social media app with about so many people on it are having this deliciously gorgeous food and they're enjoying their life because they look perfectly fit and beautiful and this food looks so good like why am i why am i denying myself of this food why am i not having the stuff that everyone else is enjoying or why am i not having a chocolate cake simply and that kind of um destroyed my relationship with food slowly because um i started having all those things i started having things that i knew weren't good for my body and i'm not saying chocolate cake is bad or any kind of food that i classified as bad but i knew for a fact that it did not sit well with my stomach and the only reason why i started to have it was because i thought that since everyone else is having it, it should be good it, it is normal and i deserve it as well so it took away my personal definition of good or bad for me and i had this definition from society that it made me take on so that destroyed my relationship with food it made me overeat at times it made me eat food that was not good for my body and it had a direct impact on my energy levels on how i started feeling about myself because of course having unhealthy food took down my confidence level and things like that they add up they make they change who we are in subtle, subtle ways and we don't even realize it so this is one aspect of social media where it builds up our identity it makes us do things that we normally wouldn't have done it puts thoughts in our heads that we normally would have would have not had right the other aspect of it is if you open up your social media account if you look at what posts you're posting right see what kind of image are you creating are you that person are you do the people around you who really really know you truly know you how would you feel if your mom saw her instagram she would say that's not you that i'm i'm shocked that doesn't look like you i mean for some of us at least that's true we have these pictures of ourselves and we look immensely happy or joyful and we have like this we look amazing right like on social media all of us have like great lives and when we talk to like our parents or our core people who know us really well even in, uh, on our insights i think we can keep a, heart, a hand on our heart and say that's 
that's not truly who I am or that's not that does not represent even one percent of who I am so imagine if someone else lands upon your social media maybe we're putting out an image for them as well to see that makes them question their self-worth and we get stuck in this infinite loop we're out there being others one percent representation on social media and we're, it, it, it's making us question our self-worth and we're putting out this picture of ourselves, which is one percent of who we are and we're letting it make someone else question their self-worth now i'm not saying your intention or someone else's intention is bad because all of us do it out of you know, we want to feel good. We want to show that we got something good. It's It feels nice to share what we have with the world. But oftentimes, all it does is it feeds our ego. And it feeds our ego in such a way that it destroys ourselves on the insides and it destroys others because it robs us of that authenticity. It robs us of our image because we try to be someone for someone else, for the world to see. We were not meant for 8,000 people to look at our look at us and judge us for who we are and then we have to keep up this facade to impress people so definitely if if you're able to see what i'm getting at social media adds to the imposter syndrome because soon we start to feel that we don't belong everyone out there is having a good night good time at saturday night but i'm out here at home doing nothing and suddenly i feel like a misfit so all things all these things add up into making us question ourselves for at times. And I, my only ask here, I don't have any kind of action steps for you here. My only ask for you is be more mindful with social media. Try to see what it's doing to you. Try to see what you're seeing on your feed. Where did it come from? Because let's say the food, it came from maybe one day I craved chocolate cake. That started this whole impact of my feed being filled with food. So what started that? Like where did this, Think, thought come from on your social media what are you seeing what you're seeing and why is your feed filled with the things it is is that the thing that you're lacking in your life becoming more mindful as makes us question more things makes us question things that we would have not normally thought about and using social media carefully and wisely can do wonders for us but if we use it if the social media uses us then we no one can save us because then we're being used by social media. We're the victims of it and not the other way around. So I would urge you to use social media to your benefit and do not let social media use you. And this could be done in a thousand ways. For me, I started limiting my screen time. For me, I started, um, Instagram has this new feature where it notifies you if you've exceeded a certain amount of time, which is excellent because they tell you, hey, you've been here for too long. You've been here for 15 minutes. You should exit the app now. Try to make use of those features because they are for your benefit. Now that is using social media to your benefit. And do not completely cut it off because then you might have a burnout where you want to go rushing back to it. And it's hard to completely cut out things like that. So maybe baby steps and start noticing what it's doing to you and what the impact is. And thank you so much for listening in. I hope this helps you out. I hope, I hope social media is used to your benefit and not the other way around. And have a great day. I am so happy that you spent this time with me. And I am super grateful for the person you are. You are unique. And just remember that. Bye.